This episode is brought to you in collaboration with Spotlight Oral Care. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show, and I'm delighted to be welcoming Drs. Lisa and Vanessa Craven onto the show. Lisa and Vanessa are dentists who decided to create their own oral health brand based on the feedback and real-life issues their patients were contending with around oral health and especially teeth whitening. Now, the two things are very different. Our oral health is vitally important because the mouth is a gateway to the rest of our body. But whitening is one of the most in-demand treatments that dentists are asked to perform. It's also something that many of us, I know I have, may have tried to do ourselves at home. Now, the issue with that is that some at-home whitening treatments can compromise your oral health. And this is the issue that Lisa and Vanessa have solved with Spotlight Oral Care. And rather brilliantly, the sisters have made it so clear in their messaging what the benefits are of using Spotlight Oral Care. And so have taken away that worry that a whiter smile might lead to sensitivity or bigger oral health issues. So in our conversation, we discussed their expertise and how being working dentists, seeing patients every day, informed the development of their bespoke oral health range, why some whitening treatments are best avoided, the issue of sensitivity and whitening, why whitening doesn't need to be a treatment and can be a combination of carefully chosen daily oral health products. And they also share their top tips around all things oral health and oral aesthetics. The links to everything we discuss can be in the show notes and obviously the links to the sisters themselves. But please join me in welcoming Drs. Lisa and Vanessa Craven, the founders of Spotlight Oral Care, onto The Emma Gunn Show. It's my pleasure to have Drs. Lisa and Vanessa Craven on the podcast. They are the founders of Spotlight Oral Care. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? It's so nice to have you on the show. It's so great to be here. Wow, fantastic. <laughs> and for listeners' benefit, we are doing a video call and they have the best smiles that you've ever seen. So uh, they are doctors, they are dentists, so you would expect nothing less. Um, and we are having this conversation to talk about spotlight oral care. But what fascinates me is the fact that you are working dentists who work day in, day out with patients looking after their teeth. And you've gone into creating a product. And like a lot of brand owners, potentially uh, saw a gap in the market. And I always think that's really interesting when at some point, people who work in a particular business every single day say, do you know what, there's something missing and it's time for us to create it. But before we get into that entire story, could you tell us, tell the listeners and me, a little bit about yourselves and why, in addition to being working dentists, you've decided to move into something like product development and create Spotlight Oral Care? I suppose like the whole background about how obviously how why we brought our products and our whole product range to market was really, you know, a point of frustration, you know, when we were dealing with our patients. I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we are dentists and, and healthcare providers and a huge aspect of what we do in, in practice is like, prevention communication you know really trying to explain and empower people to own their own oral health and to identify what is original and unique to them and also to find products that work so you know it, we started with fighting products because that was the the most requested treatment a lot of the time you know we have young people coming into us we live in a university city and people wanted white teeth they wanted something that was going to work but 
something more affordable, something that they could use more regularly, um, and something that was safe. And that is really, I mean, where we started from. And, you know, there was nothing we could really recommend that we could actually stand over as healthcare providers. And we are actually probably held to a higher standard than regular people. So that's originally where the whole concept and, you know, kind of giving ourselves permission to kind of say, actually, we can do this. We actually know how to formulate. We know what needs to be in the products and why not? Thank you, Lisa. And I should say for people listening, that was Lisa. So Vanessa, is there another, was that exactly the same situation for you? And when did you come together and have the conversation and say, do you know what, we need to make something? Yeah, I think that when myself and Lisa had been working together for a number of years um, before we actually thought or created Spotlight, but it was definitely just constant feedback from our patients. You know, at the time, we couldn't really, like Lisa mentioned, recommend an over-the-counter teeth whitening product that could be gotten in your pharmacies or your local beauty salon that could really effectively whiten your teeth. But yet... The only treatment we were offering to our patients was, you know, professional teeth whitening, which is expensive. It is an investment. It's anything between, you know, three to nine hundred pounds. And really, we had no middle ground. You know, we had no product that we could offer, you know, effectively cost effectively that was inexpensive, that could deliver whitening results in the comfort of someone's own home that was specifically designed for sensitivity, which was a huge issue when we consider it for professional teeth whitening. Um, And that wasn't that expensive, you know. So like Lisa mentioned, we were based in a university town. But not only that, like a lot of our patients were really concerned about sensitivity. Um, So really, we really wanted that middle ground, effective teeth whitening, specifically designed for sensitivity that could be used in the comfort of your own home that didn't need for you to come back to the dentist every couple of weeks to have it done. Because let's just kind of be honest about it here, and I've done it too. Um, you can get things to do at home whitening, but then there might be a payoff, or you might not necessarily. It might be something I've definitely used things and told my dentist friends, and they've looked at me as if to say, "What are you doing?" That's that's a really good point, and I think that there's a huge disconnect between what we provide in the dentist and what you can get like on the internet, you know. And I think that there are treatments you can get on the internet that aren't actually safe and that can damage your teeth long term. And I think safety is obviously always your dentist number one priority and ours when you you consider any teeth whitening product. And I think that safety and effectiveness and, you know, specifically designed for sensitivity all have to come into one product. And that, that's what really what we wanted to create. And instead of kind of using products that cause a lot of sensitivity that you can get over the on the Internet, we wanted to create something that you could use little and often that would give you the same results, but without the sensitivity. It, do you know what? It's very similar in a way to uh, the way that you were describing it to um uh, going and having a facial treatment, maybe an, an acid peel, and going and seeing a professional versus using a diluted or less concentrated version safely at home. It's a very, it's like, I'm always trying to find my parallels of skincare and it does feel very like that. Absolutely. And I think that that's a conversation that Vanessa and I have all the time, you know, even in terms of knowing and being informed about, well, what type of skin do I have? You know, like we all are super aware of our skin type, our skin needs, you know, we know that we need active ingredients, but probably in a, you know, in a clean formulation, we don't shy away from active ingredients in our skincare. We don't shy away from bespoke kind of unique 
individualized treatment plans and it should be the same in oral care we all have individual oral health backgrounds genetic backgrounds that will contribute to oral health we all have different cosmetic needs and wants um, so that was, was really why then we brought out our full oral care range was because you know we were finding people are saying oh i just buy this toothpaste i'm like yeah but your health is not the same as the next person's health and you need individualized Healthcare, the same as you need individualized skincare, hair care, food, clothes, oral health is the same. And it's really about kind of celebrating that individuality and, you know, understanding as a customer and patient, well, what do I need and what products should I get and what is safe for me to use? Um, and then you're you're also making more informed choices when you're going to your dentist. So this is the issue that I feel like I'm having because as dentists, we really understand that actually 90% of oral health is achieved or not achieved at home it's what you're doing at home it's what oral care products you're using um that actually make a difference so i think it's a really really good comparison when you compare oral health to skincare great well we're in a safe place then yeah. <laughs> now whitening is definitely something that i previously if anyone asked me i always say please go and see your dentist and, and go and have it done in their practice or in clinic for the safety reason and obviously i guess that was the biggest hurdle for you was uh creating something that you felt was very safe for your patients to use how much of a hurdle was that and was there any point during the creation process when you thought actually we can't make this or did, were you confident right from the outset vanessa that you would be able to just uh overcome that so what I would say is that safety has always been our kind of number one priority because we are dentists. So we would always recommend that you're using whitening products that are either recommended by your dentist or that are provided by your dentist. But in terms of creating the product, it was always something we were very aware that we could achieve a product that was safe to use at the comfort of your own home. That, but, but really what we really wanted to nail down and knuckle down on was the effectiveness of that product. So yes, we could make a product that was safe, but could we make a product that was safe and effective to use in the comfort of your own home? That was where the real challenge lied. And I suppose when we, when we look at the testing that was done prior to actually launching the product, it probably took us two and a half years really to get the correct formulation of the active ingredient in its most bioavailable form, um, in a strip format that was like really tight to the tooth surface, so it's really bioavailable. And often we always bring it back to skincare like that. You know, it's not just about the level of active ingredients. There's a lot of other things that come into account when you look at something like effectiveness. So it's like how bioavailable is the product, is the active ingredient to the, the surface of the skin or the tooth? You know, is it really readily available to immerse itself onto the tooth and actually start working on the tooth surface? And really, when we really looked down into it, it wasn't the actual concentration of the active ingredient that really made it effective. It was everything else to how it was delivered, how available was it, you know, um, and, and stuff like that. So really, I suppose, to create a product that was not only safe, but also effective, it probably did take us the guts of two and a half years, really, wow. to, to nail down on something that we were really happy to stand over and, and kind of put our names to and put our faces to as well, you know. That's so important. And I guess one of the things that I'm sure a lot of people would have experienced with whitening is sensitivity. And that's a really big issue. So can you use spotlight oral care if you have sensitivity, even if it's like a mild sensitivity that just gets triggered every now and again? 
And what, how has that been made possible if that is indeed the case? So yes, you absolutely can use Spotlight. I personally have the most sensitive teeth um, and I was the guinea pig for a lot of the testing. Um, so yes, like we have specifically designed it not to irritate the nerve of the tooth. So if you are somebody you know, who has tried whitening before, maybe, and you've had that experience where you're getting that, oh my God, that crazy kind of nerve pain and it even just comes randomly for the next week, so Spotlight is specifically designed for those kind of people. The reason it, it, we, we specifically designed for people with sensitive teeth is because we would be in practice and you'd be, if you were doing a professional whitening treatment, you're charging somebody 500 pounds to have this treatment and their teeth would be so sensitive that they couldn't even finish the whitening course. And it just didn't, it just felt like such a bad experience for for me as a dentist and also obviously for the patient, you know, you paid, you paid the money, it's expensive. And the compliance of the patient, you just, you just couldn't complete it. Like I couldn't use any of the whitening treatments that we had available in the surgery. So that was like the goal center that if we're going to create something, I have to be able to use it because otherwise I know that we're going to have the same issues. And there's so much research completed into what concentrations you need to have and it's not necessarily the higher the concentration the wider the teeth are going to be it's it's a lot more refined than that but you do need active ingredients you do actually there is a lot of research out there to show us well what actually products or what ingredients actually do clinically effectively whiten teeth and it's not natural you know what I mean it is a controlled a very safe way but there are active ingredients that you do actually need to whiten teeth and it's a dentist like if I've heard one person say I use charcoal to whiten my teeth I use baking soda I'm like <laughs> if it's, it's there's such a huge disconnect um, between what's actually effectively whitening your teeth or what's damaging your teeth and what's actually just safe to use it's going to whiten your teeth and and not damage your enamel yes yes the the whole that, that you just mentioned charcoal toothpaste everything and for a while there were all these like rinses and then there was coconut oil pulling and all that kind of stuff and i'm just i always come down to an active ingredient that's always my preference so there we go now how did it go from being the idea to getting onto the shelf because that's a whole that's a whole different thing i know you said it's taken two and a half years but as much as the formulation there's also things like distribution like you can't I mean, it's all very well creating a product but how do you get it out there and start talking about it I think it was a very natural evolution for us in terms of where we came from, in terms of when we initially launched Spotlight to selling it in retail. So I think when we actually came down to the essence of Spotlight, the essence of Spotlight was to give our patients in our practice the option of having affordable whitening done in the comfort of their own home. So we never really set out to sell our product in pharmacies or grocery or export. Um, and that's just the simple way. Maybe we were so naive at the time to think, you know, we'll just produce this for our, our patients, but it was a natural evolution, you know. So we started selling it in the practice and we sold it online on our website. And then we were having, you know, friends of friends and cousins of cousins come Coming into the practice to buy the product and the girls at the desk and our or our, um, our manager and our, our receptionist were saying guys you need to start selling this in retail number one we can't actually control the the number of people who are coming to the desk it was kind of affecting the running flow of the practice but secondly they were having a lot of calls so it was actually kind of a 
a natural evolution, you know, that we started selling in retail because, you know, it was simply that they couldn't handle the level of people who were coming to the practice. And then we were also finding, okay, not only people in the West of Ireland want this product, maybe people in, in Ireland and the UK and the US want this product as well. So it was really a, a, a natural evolvement. And Lisa, could you tell us exactly what products are in the range? Because when I first got the package, the Spotlight Oral Care package, I was completely blown away. A, you've got the lovely pouch of the little tooth logo, which I really appreciate. So you've got things like strips, mouthwashes, toothpaste, a toothbrush. So how, there's, it's quite a comprehensive range. Yeah, so we have a full whitening range, and that's originally what we started and what we created first. Um, but obviously, because we're a dentist and we're treating our patients a lot, you know, our patients were saying, well, what can I use if I have enamel erosion? And again, when we looked at what products were out there, you know, we're saying, we could do better here. Like, we have, we have more highly evolved ingredients that we should be incorporating into toothpaste and mouthwashes. So then we started to look at oral care and oral health, because that is actually what comes as naturally to us as anything. So we have a full whitening range. So we have our whitening strips, our um, mouthwash, our paste, our pen. Um, we have then a full oral care range. So we have a toothpaste range. And I think the most, the best thing about the toothpaste range is that it's targeting the individual needs. So whether you have sensitive teeth, whether you have inflammation in your gums, or you know that you have, you know, more sensitive gums um, or gum issues, if you have enamel erosion, if you want to whiten your teeth. Um, so we have a full range of toothpaste to target those individual needs. We're also creating, we have a whitening mouthwash, um, we have a sonic toothbrush. So this was a, a, something that we spent a lot of time creating and it's something we released last year. Um, it was, it's one of our top sellers and I think that that is a real game changer in oral care to have an amazing sonic toothbrush. So um, we have that, we have uh, floss. Our floss is made from recycled plastic in this amazing factory in Northern Italy, so it's super sustainable. And again, all our product packaging, all our toothpaste uh, packaging is made from sugarcane. So it's not like laminated plastic. It's totally uh, sustainable, really easy to, uh, to recycle. Um, so that's when we started looking at the brand as a whole and saying, OK, if we're going to actually have a huge brand, how are we going to also, you know, look at the brand from start to finish in terms of sustain sustainability and the environmental impact? So we have a full oral care range, full whitening range. Um, pretty much everything you need. And we're always developing more products based on what our customers are looking for. It's so interesting. And actually that brings us to a really nice point of uh, when I started doing my research about Spotlight Oral Care, one of the things that really stood out was how important it was. One of the really strong pillars was sustainability. The fact that the packaging had to be recyclable, that it was toxin free. And sometimes what the challenge that can present when you are trying to tick those boxes is sometimes you can, uh, maybe the efficacy of the actual product um, can't be as strong or as intense or perhaps as you would have wanted because you are making choices around sustainability and uh, toxins or particular ingredients. But actually what it seems to be in this case is that it hasn't affected the efficacy of the product at all. And it just means that as well as being a great oral health brand, you also, so you know that you're getting that, you're also investing and, and buying into a brand that really cares about the environment and carbon footprint and basically the impact it has in the bigger picture overall. 
I think that as a brand, we always need to be cognizant of the fact that we do have an environmental footprint and our customers then, uh, as a consequence of investing in the brand, have an environmental footprint. And I think if you look at the oral care industry, you know, it's it's something we are quite you know disappointed as as dentists and, and, and most dentists would feel this way in that we've been slow to respond to the you know environment crisis um, if you look at Ireland and the UK in the last year alone 250 million toothpaste tubes end up just completely in landfill and if you look at the size of a toothpaste tube it's huge you know that's a huge footprint for a small industry so it was really important for all our toothpaste tubes to be fully recyclable so what we mean by that is that they're easy recycled in your plastics you know you cut the top you rinse and you throw them in same as your milk um, cartons and things like that and that for us as a brand is really really important number one because we know we're trying to move the industry into a more sustainable and environmental focus but secondly along with that then our customers don't and our patients don't have to choose between between having clinically effective toothpaste and sustainability because that was a big barrier that we had up until this point you know a lot of our patients would say you know I'm really trying to make a focus to have toxin free you know uh, recyclable toothpaste but what I'm finding is it's not containing the active ingredients I need and I know you tell me I need to maintain good oral health maintain decay and protect your teeth against gum disease so that was really important. I don't think anyone should have to sacrifice uh, clinical efficacy for your, you know, environmental um, sustainability. Absolutely. And then one other thing as well about whitening, because it's because it's. I always say it's a bit like eyebrows. <laughs> you know, we started plucking. We started like you know, uh, tweezing eyebrows, plucking, threading, and everything. And then they started being drawn on and going quite wild. And I feel the same is true with teeth. We started whitening them. People are like, oh wow! And because they were done predominantly in clinic, the whitening was very believable and healthy and then there was this trend for the blue white look of teeth and i know that that can be achieved with veneers and not necessarily with real teeth but what are if someone's listening to this and they're thinking actually i really want to whiten my teeth the fat the color of my teeth the shade of my teeth does get me down i want to use something what's a realistic expectation for somebody to have about a whitening product that they use specifically obviously with spotlight oral care i think it totally depends on where you're starting from so like you're, you're going to always have a certain cohort of people who respond better to whitening treatments and less to whitening treatments it's the same with your skincare like if you use a product it's not going to work exactly the same in each person so how often are you having your teeth cleaned um you know are you keeping your teeth as clean as you can at home but i would say in general you know when you use like a whitening product with a clinically proven active ingredient you should get at least two or three shades lighter when you're using that product now everybody's different you know you've got like weird and wonderful things like teeth that can't be whitened and people who've had like antibiotics when they're kids and their teeth are kind of naturally just quite dark but in general by and large that's what you should be expecting um and i think the most important thing is well like also that you're not damaging your teeth because what we were seeing is like a lot of people were using baking soda and things like that but actually that's actually damaging your enamel the enamel is the lightest shade of, of your tooth it's the, it's the part of your tooth that's lightest in color and if you're going to use something like an abrasive like 
baking soda or charcoal or something it's actually eroding that and ironically it will make your teeth darker over time so I think you know when again back to skincare when you're looking at chemical exfoliants versus physical exfoliants that's what you're looking at you know you want your teeth don't uh, rejuvenate so you want to use something that is safe but it is going to get those results so I would say two or three shades um, lighter and uh, Vanessa could you maybe tell us because you've got whitening strips in your range and I think you know in my mind and probably in a lot of people's minds they think well that's the only way that you can whiten teeth say for whatever reason uh, obviously the whitening strips have the ingredients in that will work but if you weren't using those and you were say just using the toothpaste and just use it with the sonic care brush for example could you expect to achieve a, a result or have an impact on the look of your teeth yeah, absolutely. And that's actually a really good question. So there are some cohorts of people who cannot use the strip. So in particular, anyone who is pregnant or pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, and often what we would recommend for people like that who want to maintain or achieve whitening results, I would often say use the whitening toothpaste, but also use the sonic toothbrush. And it's amazing the results you will achieve by using the sonic toothbrush. Number one, because you're just getting a, a superior clean than any manual toothbrush will ever be able to give you. And Why is that? Say, what does the sonic do? It's like a smart way to brush your teeth. You know, it just does everything for you. It, it, it rotates it or it oscillates at a speed of 48,000 RPM per minute. If you can compare that to any manual toothbrush, it's just, it's uncomparable. You know, um, it's like having a, a almost that feeling of a professional clean at home. It's the difference between um, kind of scrubbing your tooth and having a professional clean. The other thing as well is often with the sonic brush, it, it kind of it vibrates at a speed. It can provide a lot of polishing and and light stain removal that you just don't achieve from a manual toothbrush. So often we often encourage obviously all our patients to get in and get their professional cleaning done every six or every three months depending on what cycle they're on with their hygienist. But along with that using a sonic brush with the whitening paste at home for anyone who who cannot use the strips is an amazing way to achieve and maintain whitening results. And often if someone said to me, I really want to invest in whitening now, you know what, like, look, I, I'm, I'm spending that extra bit of time at home. I have the time to invest. I would say the strips and the sonic together will get you by far the best results because you're just, you're tackling it. You're stopping the stains building up in the teeth um, immediately by using the sonic brush. And then you're also giving them that active ingredient to lift the stains that have built up on the tooth by using the strips such a good combination and it's so nice to know that you don't have to necessarily use strips and that if you are pregnant or breastfeeding that um, it's not something that you have to put off until a time when you're not doing either of those things or aren't, aren't one of those things yeah. um, are there any exclusions I know we've said that um, obviously we've mentioned pregnancy but are there any exclusions or any reasons why you couldn't whiten for any reason I would say if you have veneers, you know, if you have a full set of veneers, whitening strips are not going to change the shade of that. But if you have any staining on them, they will help lift that staining. But a lot of times when people have one veneer or maybe one crown or maybe a couple of fillings on their front teeth, they wonder whether I can whiten my, you know, they, whether they can whiten their teeth or not. That is where you can use them. So if you're somebody who has a full set of veneers, you know, obviously you're not going to be able to change that with the strips. Obviously, Vanessa mentioned uh, pregnant or breastfeeding. And then there are a couple of, uh, like, odd, you know, less common things like, you know, if you've had 
staining since a child because you've had certain types of antibiotics and things like that. But otherwise, it's it's pretty suitable for for everybody. And one of the things is that, that this is called a bespoke oral health collection. And so when I when I think about, I was like, oh, I scratched my head because I thought, well, the way I make my oral hygiene bespoke is that when I'm choosing a toothpaste, I'm like, I want a whitening one that's good for sensitivity. And that's how I get an, my own personalized experience. But in the context of spotlight oral care, what does the what does the bespoke element really mean? What can people take away from that? We often compare oral care to skincare, but like 20 years ago, skincare. So we were all using the same creams, moisturizers and washes. And when we look at our skin now, it's so unique and bespoke and it's the same with your oral care. So often what we mean it was bespoke, we have five different toothpastes, each concerning a different ailment. So we have toothpaste for gum health, toothpaste for sensitivity, toothpaste for whitening, and a toothpaste for rebuilding teeth, and then a total care. And what we mean by bespoke is often you may need two different toothpastes to accomplish a sensitivity and a whitening, for example. And when I explain that to my patients, I often say, you look at your skincare and you don't assume it's going to, you know, reduce pigmentation, reduce acne scarring, you know, brighten and um, clear any blackheads all in one cream. You may be using a combination of uh, products in the morning and a combination in the evening. And it's very similar to oral care, you know. So when people often ask us, why didn't we just create a toothpaste for sensitivity, rebuilding and whitening all in one? It's because if you really want those ingredients to work, they need to be isolated and at a certain concentration that would deactivate the whitening or the rebuilding at the same time. So often if someone said to me, you know, I have sensitivity, but I really want to whiten my teeth, I would actually get them into a regime where they're using a sensitivity toothpaste in the morning and a whitening toothpaste in the evening. Now that's very different to what we've kind of learned from oral care in the past, but it's not really that different to skincare. And so that's really the change in the bespokeness of of the um of oral care. And that's what we mean by bespoke oral care. Nice. And it's true. And um, I would never have thought of that. I would, it wouldn't think twice. It would come to me as like the most normal thing in the world to use a different kind of skincare in the morning as I would in the evening. But I'd never think about applying that same logic to my toothpaste or, or how I'm looking after my teeth. I think, and I, I, I think it's like, it's really important in terms of any aspect of health to be proactive about what products you're using because you need individualized, you know, oral care products. But it's, the whole point behind it is that you want to prevent future disease and issues. So with skincare, you're, you know, preventing, you know, sun damage, you're preventing aging, you're preventing breakouts. It's actually a lot of it is some of it's active treatment, but a lot of it is prevention. And it's the same with oral care. You're, you know, reducing any active inflammation in your gums or you're actually you know actively rebuilding your enamel but you're also preventing future disease you know and i think that there's so little conversation about oral health a lot of the times that you know we found that a lot of our patients and customers were really uninformed about what products they should use like you know a lot of times people say well should i use a mouthwash you know what's mouthwash for you know and it, it's totally dependent on your individual needs do you get a lot of decay you know are you do you have bleeding gums or you know are you um, suffering from an amyl erosion so it, it's about actively treating everyday diseases and also preventing future damage um and i i think that sometimes even a lot of the packaging you know in a lot of oral care products is really 
confusing. So it's, you know, like white, white smile or super fresh. And I, I, as a dentist, I'm like, what does that even mean? I, I don't even like, I just look at the ingredients and go, what's in it? Because that's actually what I need to know. And there yeah. are a lot of really, you know, new and amazing ingredients that are being researched all the time. And we need to start incorporating those into our oral care products so we can offer our patients and our customers the best solutions, you know. Um, and I think it's a step that's being missed between you know, when you go to your dentist and your dentist is trying to fix your teeth and it's just decay and clean your teeth and all that. And then you move to using your oral products and there isn't really a huge connection there in terms of, okay, well, what products do I need to use um, to make sure my teeth are as healthy as possible? And I think that that's in terms of even how our products are packaging, that's how we want to you know, communicate why you use this product. So, We'll write on the front of the packet, okay, if you are suffering from inflammation, bad breath, bleeding gums, this is the product for you. Because I know as a patient and a customer, that's what you understand. And that's how we speak to our patients every day. So it's not what bright white smile. It's, it's more literal. It's more like, okay, these are actually what you will understand you're suffering from if you need to use the product, if that makes sense. That was going to be my next question. If someone goes to buy Spotlight Oral Care, will it be easy for them to navigate? Like, they're not they're not going to buy the wrong combination for them because it's obviously, it sounds as though it's really uh, keenly signposted. Exactly. And it's really important because as dentists, you know, when patients come into us, what I was finding, I was writing down on a piece of paper, okay, look for monofluorophosphate or something. And it's like... <laughs> you can't you can't expect somebody to have to do that you know when you look at skincare i'm like i know i need this this i need hair care i need this this you know for oral care it should be the same and it's actually a brand's responsibility to make sure that you're communicating why you use a certain product who is the product for it's not for everybody it's for a certain person so even for enamel erosion as dentists we will look at that and go okay you've got i i know the clinical signs and symptoms that i'm looking for but as a patient you recognize that my teeth are getting a little gray you know they're actually chipping a little bit and i'm getting kind of a grayness or they look like they're thinning and that's because that's what I, I know I hear 10 times a day. So I know that's the language that my right. customer is going to understand. So that's literally what we will put on the on the box. That's so useful. Now, I can't let you go without asking you what your top tips are for oral health that you would like to share with listeners. Because I think we all, I mean, obviously, we'll all go out and buy our skincare and play with that willy-nilly i know i can be quite guilty at times of yeah i'll get around to doing that hygiene appointment i really will but in terms of the top tips that you would give to anybody maybe vanessa you've got uh, a few and then we can come on to you lisa um, what are your top tips for uh, people for looking after their oral health one point i often like to tell my patients and it's a conversation that we often have is 98 percent of your oral care and your oral long-term oral goals are achieved at home so what you're doing at home makes a huge difference to how your teeth are going to progress long term and sometimes that's a different thinking than what we're used to because I think 10 or 15 years ago we kind of gave our teeth to the dentist and say do what you will with them you know and now we're taking a lot more autonomy over our skincare choices but also over our healthcare choices and our oral health choices so I would often say invest in really good, you know, sonic toothbrushes, you know, invest in really good products because they will actually make the huge difference long term. And sometimes we're guilty, uh, as, and I talk about dentistry and uh, in as an industry of being, you know, of being expensive. Do you know, and that's something we hear time and time again, you know, oh, it's expensive to get dental treatment done. 
But what I often say is this, that the most cost-effective thing you can do is invest in your at-home treatments because that will just save you in the long term. It will save your gum health. It will save your teeth against fillings and decay and crowns in the future. But it will also save you from a myriad of treatments that probably you won't need and won't have to have done if you really invest in your, your, your oral care treatments. It is that thing, isn't it? It's that uh, the old school way of thinking of you look after your teeth every six months or every three months when you go to the dentist, but actually it's flipping that and understanding that's just your checkup. It's you're actually very much actively involved in the time between those appointments. A hundred percent. And I think it's changing that. And I think it is changing. You know, I think people are coming into their dentist and they're far more aware of what treatments they want to have done, whether it's Invisalign, whether it's orthodontic treatment, whether it's whitening, but just flipping that and just deciding, you know, okay, I don't have a facial every six months and then not clean my face for six months. I really do invest in the products that I have at home. And it's the same with your oral care. You're getting into your hygienist, you're getting them cleaned every six months, but then you need to invest in what you're doing at home. And that's what's going to save you long term and lisa what about you what's the thing that you what's the thing that you find yourself saying the most when you're in that you've got a patient in your chair what's the thing that you just think oh i say this a hundred times a day <laughs> sauce <laughs> so, make sure your gum health is you know as as good as it can be and you can be genetically more prone to getting you know gum inflammation and and you know some people have just more like tougher gums and they don't have to do as much but i would say you know looking at your oral health is actually a reflection of your overall health so for example if you have diabetes and it isn't well controlled as a dentist i will see that in your gums i will see that it's actually affecting the health of your gums Similarly, if you don't control the health of your gums, it can actually make your diabetes worse. So understanding that, you know, health is part of, it's, it's, it's like a holistic approach is really important. So, you know, the effect of your mouth will impact the, the um, your heart health. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are having a knee, knee replacement or a hip replacement, the first place you'll go is your dentist because your, your mouth is the biggest source of infection. So looking at your oral health as part of your overall health and not to forget it. And flossing is an amazing way of doing that. And then also I would say that the lining of your mouth is 50 times as absorbent or 50 times more absorbent than your skin. So what products you use in your mouth really, really matters. So it's getting direct access into your bloodstream, into your system. So when you're using oral care products, please ensure that they're clean not natural but clean you know biocompatible and it's making that link with skincare use active ingredients i see a lot of times people come in and say oh i'm trying to make a few changes to my healthcare. i've changed to a natural product i'm like okay but now you've got gum disease and you've got five cavities so it doesn't have to be one or the other so use active ingredients don't shy away from active ingredients but look for clean formulations because it, it, it probably one of the only products that you will use at least twice a day from you know throughout your whole life and it, it, it the the like the research is out there in, in terms of these ingredients that are in a lot of oral care products and how it damages your fertility your your overall health it, it's actually quite dramatic and a lot of the ingredients are banned from hand soaps and and you know other hygiene products that are still in your toothpaste so how do you know though if you are getting formulation that has the appropriate and safe active ingredients but is clean 
because you know that's the challenge isn't it exactly about that you know it's one of our key usps Mm -hmm. we often say you don't have to sacrifice clean formulations and active ingredients you know and i think it's your your brand's job if your brand isn't shouting about the fact that they're free of sls or free of parabens sulfates deas triclosans um you can assume that some brands do have that in it and if you look at 98 percent of mass market toothpastes they do contain the likes of sodium lauryl sulfates which have been linked with auto-inflammatory reactions in your body but along with your mouth so you know it is that kind of gray area in terms of you want to look for clean formulations like these to said biocompatible not natural but with clinically proven active ingredients as well so obviously people listening to this will know that well that's the formulation of spotlight oral care but but um those are ingredients that you just said are they things that if you see those maybe steer a little bit away from like you said sodium lauryl sulfate so sodium lauryl sulfate is still in like the vast majority of toothpastes on the shelf and it's so pro-inflammatory so it, it causes ulceration in your mouth if you're sensitive to it but 25 percent of the population get you know ulcers in their mouth but also what's that doing to the rest of your body it's being directly absorbed into your body and it's just entirely it's, it's unnecessary you know mm-hmm. there was little bits of plastic in your toothpaste up till a couple of years ago and you're ingesting it it's going into the water the, like fish are eating it and it's virtually impossible to remove it from the food chain it's completely unnecessary it's just mm-hmm. cheap you know and like price can be you know a little bit of an indicator of quality a lot of the time but you know i i, th- I just think just to be critical about what products you're using look at what you're using what does that company stand for what have they done you know lately what are they trying to change and improve and i i, I think it's the brand's responsibility to create sustainable options and you know provide a clean formulation and provide a product that works it seems yeah. really basic to us you know but i i think it's really important and and you know it's the customer's choice um, and it's the customer that will will affect things with, by how they spend their money and listeners this obviously isn't trying to scare anybody but um if you're listening to the show it's highly likely that you're um, a skincare enthusiast and so you'll know that there are these debates raging uh, raging about clean beauty and about how some brands talk about toxins and whatnot but that's not actually what you're saying what you're saying is there there are active ingredients that are um, formulations that you can have they don't need to be clean they just need to be using the active ingredients and not be uh, what would what's the best sort of descriptor not be toxic yeah, I mean, it, it, especially because they're unnecessary, you know, like, so what we found is that you have two options. You have your mass market generic toothpastes, you know, and then you've got your natural toothpastes. But there is actually no product in the middle that has still clinically proven active ingredients, but in a clean formulation. So you're still getting all the clinical benefits. You're still improving your oral health, but not at the expense of your body. Right. And that's the difference. And that's what clean means in this context. is not anything that could... Yeah, and sometimes we say, like, for example, we've just mentioned sodium lauryl sulfate there. Like, that functions in the toothpaste just as a foaming agent. Mm -hmm. So it's not helping your gums or your teeth or your rebuilding your enamel or whatnot. It's what we've been used to for 40 or 50 years, and we continue to want a toothpaste that really foams. Where in reality, as Lisa mentioned, it's causing ulceration in our mouth, it's causing auto-inflammatory reactions, which have been well proven and researched. And that's something I often like to say as well. We don't we we never want to scare people, we just want to give them the facts. You know, mm. this is research that's out there that's clinically proven. 
proven that your dentist will be aware of, um, but it's still contained in some products. So I think that, like Lisa mentioned, we choose our products. You know, it, it is that, that, that gray area, and I know it's a lot of debate. What is a clean formulation? What is a toxin-free formulation? But it, you're wanna, you want to make sure that your base ingredients of your toothpaste aren't negatively reacting to your body and then you're still getting the clinically efficacious ingredients that are promoting gum health and they're promoting decay or, you know reduction of decay and things like that it's so so interesting it's so so interesting and like i said i've never never thought to transpose the way i think about skincare onto the way i think about the products that i use for my oral health so this has been utterly utterly fascinating and obviously the links to uh, spotlight oral care and to you will be in the show notes but i just want to say i'm so, i know you're based in ireland but i honestly think your patients are so lucky because you, listeners you can't see them i can if you were walking into their practice and they were holding a drill you would feel that you were in very safe hands <laughs> you're so thank kind you. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure we'll obviously put all the links to your social media as well but thank you so much for joining me thank you so much thank Emma so, so lovely to speak to you Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.